Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Poolside Pass podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by Mark Skimming, head coach at University of Bath swim team. Uh, Mark is going to be speaking to us about adapting to life away from the pool during COVID-19. I just want to say a big thank you to our listeners for the responses to previous episodes. Um, Make sure you share it and um, just just get in touch with us via the website www.thepoolsidepass.com. Before we get into the interview with Mark, just a quick word from our sponsors, Youth Sport Nutrition. Youth Sport Nutrition do tons of work within swimming, partnering with over 15 clubs in the UK and offer free partnership to coaches who reach out. They also sponsor some of the top youth swimmers nationally. They designed Protein, the world's first fortified all-in-one recovery shake specifically for youth athletes. Protein contains a wholesome blend of protein, fats, carbs and 16 essential micronutrients. These include key nutrients such as calcium, vitamin D and iron. Their products are also all approved by Informed Sport, which is a requirement for all professional athletes by WADA. Protein is designed to double up as a recovery shake or meal replacement to support busy athletes whenever whole foods aren't available, typically after early morning or late night training. Just shake it up and go. You can buy Protein today with an exclusive 10% discount from your first order using our poolside past code POOL10 when checking out online. All first kilogram orders come with a free shaker, scoop, small t-shirt, stickers and a food first digital nutrition guide don't like it then send it back for a free replacement or your money back guaranteed you can also access their free app today just search ysn kitchen on the apple app store or google play be sure to check out their website today at www.usportnutrition.co.uk okay so i think it's about time i introduced mark mark welcome to the podcast hi jamie how are you yeah not bad thanks why don't we just start with um getting a little bit of background from yourself kind of how you got into the sport and then your career in coaching so far um my background is quite long it's not probably as long as some of the coaches will listen to this but we'll uh we'll go from there uh i swam in oldham and i was brought up in in oldham till i was 18. um from there i went to university i actually applied to go to University of Bath and, and Leeds. Um, didn't get into either, didn't get the grades. So went to Coventry, um, swam there. Um, as I started to swim there, I did okay. I was, I was an okay swimmer. I made a national final senior level. I was a sprinter, I was a 50 butterfly swimmer. I made a hundred on a good day if I ever. Uh, had a taper <laughs> but it was always a bit of a struggle 75 was probably my best distance <laughs> the uh, I saw in Coventry under a guy called Nick Selwood um, and we we used to lead a little bit of land work and, and things like that between the swimmers and he asked me one day if I wanted to coach um, so I got to I started assisting with the age group squad um, which earned me a little bit of money to pay my way through uni at the same time as swimming and, and going from there. Um, there was uh, a guy in, in that squad who's now the head coach of Birmingham, um, Carl Grosvenor. Uh, I remember Carl swimming at, at 12 and looking very scrappy. <laughs> but we can, uh, we can talk about that later. The, we started coaching. I eventually got a group of my own. Uh, we got to the end of university, um, and I I wanted to swim. I wanted to try and make the Commonwealth Games team um, for the 50 butterfly in Manchester. Turns out I hurt my back, 
I didn't, I probably wasn't good enough. It was an ambition that I probably wouldn't have achieved. But um, I put my heart and soul in it. Um, so my my boss at the time, Nick, gave me a an opportunity or helped me get an opportunity to coach in Leamington Spa. And uh, I became head coach there while I swam for a year. Um, and I coached Leamington from Learn to Swim to their top squad, which is national age and youth level. I coached everybody at every level every week. The <laughs> for me that was it was a great it was a great grounding. Um, I was swimming on top of it. I got more of a buzz from the coaching than I was from the swimming. My back wasn't right. I called it a day on the swimming. Um, it was probably the best chance I, I had, and and probably the right decision at the time. Um, I went on to work. In Lewinson, we we had a few um, decent swimmers, a couple of European juniors, some national finalists, um, and the and the aim was to basically help feed the better swimmers from Lewinson, where they only had 12, 14 hours a week, up to the city of Coventry and create a really good partnership. And that was that was part of what I wanted to do and part of what we were trying to do. Obviously, we're trying to get the best results out of the little ones coming through Leamington and develop them as well as we could. Um, I found that I wasn't swimming. I had more time, so I started getting other bits of jobs. Uh, I I took on some learn to swim with some schools, which was eventful. (laughs) Um, I I started doing some swimming development um, for Warwickshire Sports. And I also started coaching Warwick University. Uh, so I think by the time that I, I finished, or was getting towards the end of Leamington, I had six, six different jobs wow. all throughout the week, all swimming related um, and a mass variation of everything. Yeah. Um, I got a little bit fed up with that. <laughs> I wanted one job. I wanted to know what I was doing every day. I imagine, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so so I applied I applied for the, the job of um, age group coach at the University of Bath they had a, an age group program back then um, luckily I, I got it so that was 2004 January 2004 I started and then I took the age group squad for a couple of years I then progressed on to being the assistant so assisted with the um, the seniors, um, and then in 2008, um, I took over. The, I took over the squad. Um, I took over the group, and we we started from a, a small number. Where the point where I took over, I think I, we had six swimmers yeah. um, within the group. But we we've built it up. We've got a uh, we've got a pretty good. Pretty good squad now. I think we've got 32 at the moment. Okay. Um, in that in that time, we've and the different levels in Bath. I've coached European Junior, World Junior medalists, um, World University medalists, European medalists, Commonwealth medalists, an Olympian, a couple of Paralympians. 
Um, so I've had a, a pretty, pretty big range of, of swimmers. Yeah. Um, and we, we get to the point where I am now. In 2007, I helped, um, or I started to help the National Pentathlon Squad. Okay. Um, and I'm a part of their team now, so I coach all the swimming for the, for the National Centre uh, for Modern Pentathlon down in Bath. So I, I like to have things to do. So yeah. I've got two jobs at the moment. I went from six down to one, back to two. We're, we're getting there. <laughs> okay, so the uh, the main topic of today's today's podcast is more kind of related to the, the situation we, we find ourselves in uh, right now with uh, coronavirus and swimming programs being shut down. Um, we're hoping to get you back on the podcast in the future to talk more kind of about, about general coaching. But... Um, I saw I saw something you'd written about kind of how you're coping, how you're you're viewing the situation we're in. I thought it'd be really interesting to get you on the podcast and and have a discussion about it. Obviously, you know, lots of downtime at the minute for, for coaches up and down the country or all over the world. How are you managing your time away from the pool right now? Um, that that's pretty easy to be honest. <laughs> I'm I've got a six year old. Um, who I've got full time at the moment, so he's keeping me pretty busy. <laughs> uh, so, so what I've done is I've looked at, I suppose I looked at reframing it a little bit. Um, as I told you, probably since about I think it was two thousand and one, I started coaching. I seem to pick up jobs and I keep going and and going from there. Yeah. Um, I looked at it as a time to refresh. I don't, it's amazing. I'm sleeping more. Um, I think I normally average five or six hours sleep a night, yeah. which I can do and is good for me. Since we've stopped, I'm getting seven, seven and a half hours sleep. Um, I'm looking at it as a, as a time to refresh, as a time to um, switch off a little bit, but look towards my own, my own desire. So I made a list of things that I wanted to do. I was like, right, we're not, I've set up the program. We can run. I need to be in touch with the swimmers, but it's not as much time. So I made sure that I'm sleeping more. I made sure that I'm doing exercise. So I've been going on my turbo trainer. I've been doing a bit of body weight circuit. Um, I've been trying to go out for a walk. We're lucky we've got some woods near us, a canal near us, some beautiful countryside, all within walking distance. And I can stay away from people. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so those, those were some of my priorities. And then after that, I, having my son, um, I was homeschooling for two weeks. I, teaching is not a job that I want to do. <laughs> um, it's hard work. I can appreciate now why teachers count down the days to their holidays. <laughs> um, so fair play to all the teachers in the world. So, yeah, we've been homeschooling, so I've learned how to do that. I've been learning how to um, spend some time and enjoy, enjoy time with my son, which I don't get as much um, when I'm at work. Um, and then after that, I decided I wanted to learn something or go back and do something every night or every time I get a bit of free time. 
um, just five, ten minutes, either a podcast or an email or a bit of writing or reading. Um, actually, today I downloaded um, the American School, the American Swimming Association. I downloaded all their advanced um, stroke technique okay. uh, courses. So I'm going to do that over the time and just, just try and sort of get myself where I feel comfortable. My main aim was to get my desire back. Yeah. I've spent a lot of years coaching and I want to go back fresh and hungry to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think um, one thing I've, I've appreciated more now not having it is uh, the day-to-day and, and how lucky we are to have the day-to-day of the ins and outs and stuff and that I actually really love doing that stuff. Um, I think once you get once you get into it and you're doing a lot of it, um, sometimes it does start to, to grind you away a bit. But I think now, having stepped away from it, um, you, d- you do really start to miss it and, and rekindle that kind of affinity for it. So that's obviously a good thing, I guess. So... Um, so, so what benefits, I think you've, you've probably already brushed over this, but what benefits can you see to, to coaches and athletes in terms of having this, this enforced time away from the pool now? Um, there's, there's lots of benefits. I brushed over it a little bit, but if you think about it, coaches are, are sort of renowned for just keeping going and always being there. Yeah. You think about when you swam, your coach was always there. They, yeah. they hardly <laughs> ever seem to be away. Um, and they got there two weeks in the summer or three weeks in the summer, and then they were back. And and we don't get a chance to do that. So I'm using it as a chance to actually go, right, let's switch off, let's step away, um, and actually not smell chlorine for a few weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wear normal person clothes for a few weeks. Uh, be do jobs around the house, do spend some time with my son. And, and that's, that's my aim is to actually get a little bit more balance, get a little bit more perspective about what's around. We get so caught up with our jobs and our careers and, and we all do it for a love and a passion. Um, every one of us, it's not a, it's not a high paying job. Um, and it and it's a case of right. Let's go. Let's let's do what we can. And I want to. I've got to drive to try and coach people. So now I can take my foot off the pedal a little. That's still in. They're still in my thoughts. They're still there. I still want to move things on. Um, but actually, it's time to look after me now. Time yeah. to look after my son. Um, speak to my friends. FaceTime all those sorts of things. So if those benefits of actually I get to socialize with people that I wouldn't normally socialize because of this and, and actually socialize more with friends over video chat than I probably do when I'm coaching. Yeah. There, there's, there's a whole social distancing, obviously. We don't go out, we don't talk to people, but I've talked to more people since this has gone on. I've been in touch with people. We've um, we've had we've had a laugh. We've talked swimming. Some of us have. 
some of my friends haven't. Yeah. Um, and use other ways to, to start thinking about things. So the, the benefits for me is it's, it's made me think about how I coach better, how I communicate better. The, the benefits of having the time off is being able to spend time with my son, being able to um, just take some time away, not to have to rush through an exercise, exercise for myself, be able to sit down and have lunch and not think about things and, and actually just relax and wind down while actually then I can take away and reflect some stuff yeah. um, on what, what I've done, what I was doing, and then how can we make it better without feeling any pressure to do it straight away. Yeah, I think that's, that's good. I liked what you said there about how um, you've spoken more to, to some of your friends now than, than you ordinarily would. I think I can, I can relate to that. I think so, so my family were kind of all spread out. There's, there's me based in Birmingham as my brother in London. And then I've got mum and dad live um, abroad in Europe. And then my other brother lives over, over in Japan. And I think recently, like in the last like, couple of weeks, we've all spoken as a family via know, FaceTime or Skype more than, than we have in, in the last few years put together. So I think it's just, it's crazy that things like this actually end up bringing people together when really kind of social distancing, you'd expect it to kind of spread people apart. And I think that's, it's kind of weird. Um, so yeah. I've spoken to my, my friend across the road. He lives 20 yards across the road. We've had more conversations over FaceTime than we ever do when we see each other across yeah. the road. <laughs> yeah. Which is very weird. <laughs> yeah. It's strange, isn't it? So, um, so we spoke about kind of the positives of having this time away from the pool, spent having more time to kind of relax and, and look after yourself. What are you doing now? And I think, again, you brushed over this a little bit earlier in terms of having five or 10 minutes every day. What are you doing now to ensure that you're ready to return a better coach than you left? Because I think that's definitely my aim to use this time now to, to grow as a coach and to make sure that when, I do, when, we, when we do return, you know, my athletes are better for it because I'm, I'm a better coach. What, what are you doing specifically around that now? Um, I've, got, I've got a bunch of things I'm doing. I've spent a little bit of time reflecting on what I've done, my program that I've run this year, the year before. Um, I've tried to sit down and, and write what my beliefs are, yeah. what, what I like how I like to coach, what I think needs to be in every program, whether it be a sprinter or a distance or, um, so I've spent a little bit of time doing that. Um, I've spent a bit of time watching things on swim, swam or American coaches or, or whatever's been going on webinars. Um, I watched something that the race club did with Corey Stickles yesterday or the day before. Um, no, sorry, Friday. Um, I've listened to a couple of podcasts in between being nagged at by a six-year-old. Um, <laughs> so I took some of that in, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, as I said, uh, today I've literally, I've got on, I'm a member of uh, ASCA and I've got on and I've downloaded the, um, all the advanced stroke clinics yeah so i'm going to slowly work my way through that um just to 
pick up and see if there's anything new or different or a different way of teaching. Um, I've spent a little bit of time um, on, on, I suppose, things like Zoom and, and Skype. And, yeah. And actually, I'm working in Microsoft Teams and I'm working out how I can use that better within my program. Yeah. No, that's not for me. That's just me playing around with ideas. Um, so, yeah, so those are my specific things. But I want to come back. My main aim is to come back healthy, um, refreshed, and have that, and have a real desire to get get my teeth into it again. Yeah, we know this. We know this season's written off. It's done. Absolutely. Whatever happens, we're at a starting point where we're all going to start from fresh. And I want to be one of the freshest people walking onto that deck. I'm really just enjoying it and showing a desire to do it again and that that's my main aim if i if i learn anything in between that's fantastic um and that's an added bonus but the the freshness is uh, the thing i've missed for a few years i think that's that's the main thing i think if, if a coach is refreshed i think if a coach is enthusiastic and, and loving what they do then you know the outcome of that can only be positive i don't think there's there's a, a program in the land that, that couldn't do with a, a coach that, that doesn't enjoy what they do, that's, that's tired all the time. So I think making sure that coaches are, are ready to return fresh and to get stuck in and, and take what they do to, to the next level, just in terms of you know, their own intensity and, and their love for it is, is really important. I think a, a lot of coaches could, could take away that at, at least from this, just to make sure that, when they do return, that they're ready to love what they do. I think that's that's a really important message. So, um, I think I was going to ask you what do you think others others could be doing right now, but I think we've definitely covered off all that kind of stuff in the, in the last in the last few points. Um, just going to finish up with asking you about what your kind of top three priorities now would be and i think again we, we've covered this off but just kind of really two one or two word answers here top three things to kind of to take home messages from this episode really uh my top three things uh, i've even gone as far as writing these down is uh number one is refresh for me yep. that's sleep and exercise do something away from this number two is spending time with my son really appreciate spending the time with him um whether that's for you to spend time with family or some time away from people or, or whatever value some time um that you spend doing something else completely and then three is really just learn learn something new yeah so those are my three things so refresh value time and learn something new. I think that's a, an excellent three-point plan for anyone to adopt through this uh, through this period of time. Mark, thank you for your time. Really appreciate you taking time out of your day. Um, to cut, Not to a problem. Um, listeners, thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you for the the response we've had so far to to the recent increase in episodes and the content we've been putting out. Make sure you go check out our brand new website, www.thepoolsidepass.com and check us out on social media. Uh, it's simple. It's just at The Poolside Pass. We're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and Twitter. 
Uh, and make sure you speak to each other. I think it's really important at this time as coaches, it can be quite an isolating job. I think if everyone just um, writes a message or just speaks to, speaks to a coach, reaches out, checks in with each other, I think that's, that's going to help us a, a lot through this period of time. Um, so thank you for listening. Uh, and until next time, I think I'd ordinarily say keep coaching, but I think that's, um, that's not really super possible at the minute. Um, but just make sure you're following Mark's three-point plan for, for coming back fresh. Take care.